Hey, it's Sarah here and I am back with another mini-sode where I dive into a specific topic, sharing my thoughts and insights about something that I know has been really helpful for me and I hope is helpful for you. So today, what I wanted to talk about is the idea of letting go of attachment to a result and the value of doing so. So this is something I have wanted to talk about for some time because it's been a really tough one for me to get my head around. Um, I have definitely been somebody who gets a goal in their mind and then really, really wants that thing and becomes incredibly attached to getting that result. And what I have found is that the more I want something, the more I actually push it away. (laughs) And you might have found something similar yourself. And I just wanted to talk about this because I wanted to understand like why this is the case and what is actually going on here. I mean, I could never, the thing I couldn't understand was like, what is wrong with wanting something? (laughs) Why is it that when I'm attached to an outcome that it creates more resistance, it repulses it away from me? Um, And how do I practice not being attached to something, but still at the same time wanting that outcome, right? It felt really confusing to me, like this kind of, paradox of like you're supposed to want it and not want it like what (laughs) so me being me I was like I really want to understand this and that is what I want to share today in terms of some insights I've had around that and why it might be really how you can actually um, let go attachment and still get the outcomes that you actually want so if I haven't made this clear already the issue actually isn't in wanting something because this is the thing I couldn't understand. The issue is the attachment to the thing as opposed to the wanting of the thing. So what might be useful to start is to clarify the difference between attachment and desire. So desire is a different energy and frequency than attachment. Desire is helpful and attachment is something else. And that's what we'll talk about now. So when we're talking about attachment, attachment has a clingy sort of energy. It's like if you think about examples of, I mean, I'm sure everyone has experienced attachment at some point, unless you're, you know, that enlightened. (laughs) Um, But it's, it's, it's this sort of feeling of like, really desperately wanting something and it's like this sense that things are fundamentally not okay unless you have that thing so there's this energy of scarcity and desperation to it Um, a good example of knowing when you're in attachment is thinking that attaining the thing will solve all of your problems and everything will be okay so I see this a lot in the context of working with clients and they come to me like wanting to maybe lose weight or something in the gym and they have not all of them obviously but this has come up a lot of times where someone wants to lose weight and they just want it so bad and they just think that when I lose the weight then I'm going to be okay and it's like and that's the energy that's the issue so it's not the wanting to lose weight that's the problem it's the 
kind of story around it and the feeling of if I don't have it now, then something is fundamentally not okay. Whereas the energy of desire is very different. The energy of desire doesn't have any qualms about what it wants. It just simply wants it and chooses to have it. (laughs) Um, So there's another way of thinking about desire is that it's desire has no problem with believing that you can have and deserve what you want so again to use like weight loss as an example of this someone who wants to lose weight someone who has a desire to do it and someone who has an attachment to do it so how that might look different desire is like I I want to lose weight because I know that that's something that's aligned for me and it's it's healthy for me Um, and I know that I can I'm in no rush I know it's gonna it's possible for me and I'm not in this kind of like it needs to happen tomorrow kind of space it's like it's a very different trusting kind of an energy as opposed to attachment which does not trust I would say that personally that feels like the biggest difference to me is that desire has trust and it's not in a rush it's like I know it's going to happen I know that it's possible for me and I am completely at peace with that there is nothing wrong in this very present moment I can both hold what is in this exact moment and also want something different and both of those can coexist whereas in attachment it's not like that another flavor that attachment has is that there's an element of aching around it which we've kind of touched upon already um but it's like this yearning of like I need this and if I don't get this thing then I am just useless and worthless that is when you know you're more in attachment rather than in a state of desire so that can be really helpful because we're going to come on to um the importance of actually knowing when you're in attachment but I won't jump ahead we'll get to that so like I mentioned earlier one of the things that was kind of important for me was to not just intellectually actually it's more experientially understand that attachment isn't healthy or useful um, when in terms of actually getting the things that we want (laughs) attachment to a result is actually the thing that repulses us and that's such a crazy paradox but the thing that was really helpful for me to understand is like why and um, the thing that I have found to be the most useful in terms of someone's um, opinion on this or their take on it was by someone called Caroline Elliott. I think she goes by Caroline Lovewell now, actually, but um, I'm not sure if her t- titles have changed yet. Um, but yeah, she is an amazing woman who I think I've referenced on this podcast before, who does a lot around um, shadow work integration. Um, and her take on this was really like, just had a light bulb moment for me when I heard this. So in her words, she says, when attachment is present, what you're actually seeking is a way to play out a scarcity drama. In other words, when attachment is present, your real desire is not for the so-called thing you say you want. Your real desire is for the fun of the drama, the pathos, the opera of not having the so-called thing. 
So let's unpack this a little bit. (laughs) Because when I heard that, that resonated so deeply for me. Because when I thought about the times I desperately wanted something, it felt dramatic, like my life depended on it in some way. And when you think about that, that in and of itself is deeply thrilling as an experience. So we might consciously be like, I hate not having the thing (laughs) and I really, really want the thing and not having it is so terrible and oh my gosh. And the ego will absolutely fight tooth and nail for that. But when you go a little deeper, you realize like, oh, like the drama of not having it and like this fantasy that when I get the thing that suddenly everything is going to be amazing and magical and spiritual and whatever is actually deeply thrilling. So this is important to recognize in ourselves. And as long as we're fighting this, I mean, this is a theory and you can take it or leave it. But for me, it really rings true. (laughs) It really, really rings true. Um, So I found this to be particularly helpful to understand why we have attachment in the first place is that we're just playing out this deep, shadowy desire for scarcity because we actually consciously don't want it or say we don't want it but then we also manifest quite a lot of that in our lives and part of the reason why this was so so helpful to realize is because if it is true that by having attachment and loving the story that uh, of the scarcity and the drama and all of that is so thrilling for us of course we're not gonna get the thing that we want because then that would take away the opera that would take away the whole show of not having the thing and how horrible and terrible it is but actually if that's what we're deeply desiring is to enjoy the scarcity of not having it then of course we're not gonna have it because that means that we no longer get to enjoy the scarcity I realize that's a little bit complicated so let's dig a little bit deeper into that and the kind of the the foundation of where this comes from So one of the things that Caroline Elliott or Caroline Lovewell talks about um, is it's based on the axiom or the premise that having is evidence of wanting. So what that means is that what we are experiencing in any given moment is exactly what we actually want already. We are already in this very moment deeply fulfilled It's just whether or not our ego has actually allowed us to really feel how true that is. (laughs) So if our current reality is exactly how we want it to be and what we've created, our job is to actually really truly enjoy and laugh about exactly how things are right now rather than feeling like a victim to something that we have created. And this is hard to do (laughs) because the ego has lots of ideas of how things should be, but the soul is like, but this is exactly what we wanted. So it's about really looking at our current reality and going, hmm, if having is evidence of wanting, then what am I currently experiencing right now 
and how and how might I actually be really really secretly unconsciously very happy about that so I realize this is a really um, tricky concept to be getting into and it's actually one that I wasn't really planning on talking about too much but if you're interested in understanding that then I would definitely check out uh, Caroline Lovewell's work her book um, Existential Kink is by far one of the best books I've ever read and I read a lot so (laughs) so for me to say that is quite a statement like I I don't give that title to people very freely Um, not because I am (laughs) any particular authority to say so but it's just how much it impacted my life and and I can never unsee what I have seen from that now and it's been incredibly helpful so yeah so going back to the value of letting go of attachment to a result how do we actually go about doing this what does that really look like so hopefully at this point I've possibly impressed upon you that being attached to a result is not helpful as hard as it is I mean trust me just because I know about this doesn't mean that I don't fall into the trap so The first step I would say in terms of how you practice this is to notice when you're in attachment. So some of the things we said earlier, what kind of, are you feeling like clingy towards something? If the answer is yes, then as much as you can, it's about really, instead of judging yourself for for feeling attachment and going oh no I can't possibly feel that that's not that's not good it's not helpful stop doing that pushing it away it's that's actually the exact opposite of what we need to do so again according to Caroline Lovewell she says that it's about noticing your desire for scarcity and feeling deprived of something like notice how much you're actually enjoying the feeling of not having something and celebrate that right so you notice it and you're like oh I'm doing that thing (laughs) where I am creating this drama because it's so thrilling to feel like I'm not able to get something and there's this striving and whatever it however it shows up for you I think everyone has a slightly different feeling that it evokes for them but the point here is to recognize the pleasure you get from that feeling because that is exactly what you're manifesting unconsciously so you you notice it you recognize it and then you celebrate the fact that you're feeling that you then recognize that what is in our current reality is exactly what we have created and instead of feeling like a victim to what we've created we can enjoy and laugh about it in other words notice your desire for it and then you can notice it and then find it kind of adorable right so you can be like oh that's so sweet (laughs) like and you can laugh about your desire for scarcity because as soon as you do that you start being a victim to it and you become empowered it's in that exact moment where we become empowered and we suddenly realize that we have exactly what we want in that moment which is to feel scarcity which is to feel deprived And then at that moment, you can then you find that you're suddenly no longer gripped by 
the intensity of attachment, which then you can let that go and you can go into more of a desire state, which ironically actually brings towards you the stuff that you actually want because desire feels like instead of longing and aching, it's like a bonus. It's like I have when, when you can, again, this is very easy to say and, and not necessarily easy to practice, and it is a practice. When you realize that you already have exactly what you want in this very moment, you can then see all of these desires that you want as bonuses rather than something that makes you whole. It's like you already are whole, you already have exactly what you want, and these are just lovely bonuses that would maybe enhance things but it's not like a need to have it otherwise you are less than in some way so before I wrap this up I will just speak on my own experience of this so like I said in the beginning of this episode this has certainly not been an easy road (laughs) for me um I'm still learning this and the thing I have noticed that is the hardest to do is to notice in the first place that I am actually in scarcity and attachment because it all feels so real and so like, uh, what's the word, like urgent, you know, everything's like so like pressing and I'm just so caught up in my ego (laughs) Um, and how how important it is to get this done and to have this result and how terrible things won't be. So I'm hoping that by talking about it and sharing this, that I get better (laughs) simply noticing because actually once that happens, um, awareness is, you know, 90% of it. Once you have that, it's then much easier to be like, ah, cool (laughs) I'm doing that thing and going into full acceptance and embracing of that part of you as opposed to shaming and denying so I hope that this landed for somebody listening to this even if one person has that aha moment that would be absolutely incredible I would love to hear if that did happen for you um please feel free to email um or share Um, if you listen on Spotify you can comment on there if you listen on YouTube you can leave a comment there But for anyone who was listening to this that really got something from it, I would love, love, love to hear from you. And as always, um, if you love this episode, feel free to share it with somebody if you think it would be helpful for them. Um, Feel free to leave us a review. Anything like that really, really goes a long way. It really helps us out. Um, And other than that, I hope you enjoyed this and I'll speak to you soon. Bye.